Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. you got to stop saying the Giants have already exceeded expectation, so there's no pressure come this playoff. you got to stop believing that they've already achieved a goal by getting to the postseason. Brandon they need to divorce themselves from preconceived notions about Zach. If they don't allow the offensive coordinator to have juice, then they are destined to fail forever. They can't shove Zach Wilson down the throat. Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey They're app. going to the Super Bowl. This is the start of it, Teak. This is the start of it. Wow, what a performance by the Giants. Uh, they mess around every once in a while and start doing things nobody thought that they would do. And it seems as if the Giants are maybe getting ready to do the same thing again, Tiki. Well, I mean... I'm not looking Super Bowl yet. I told you last week that they could get to the NFC Championship game because I knew that they could beat Minnesota. I believe that they can beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason that they can is because they've geared themselves up all season long to be able to execute and play their game. Think about this. The Minnesota Vikings had eight possessions in the entire game. Eight Against the Indianapolis Colts, Minnesota had like 17 possessions, eight possessions. And what if I said all season long, how do the Giants win? Don't make mistakes and limit the possessions of the opponent, especially teams that can score like the Vikings. They had a perfect game plan. They've been gearing themselves up to have this type of postseason success all season long. I'm not saying it's been great, but when they get into a game, they know how to play it, and they know how to win it, and they proved it uh, against the Minnesota Vikings on the road in the wild card. It was awesome for Giants fans to watch. Let me tell you something right now. Now, and you hit on some of this, the game plan, as it often is with Dable and the staff, superb, okay? The adjustments, borderline superb. Jefferson crazy early, we make a little adjustment. Uh, Resilience there, as it's been all season. That's, I mean, that that is kind of the story, and the big story, obviously, mm-hmm. is that the Giants won. But the real story is that Daniel Jones was a superstar. He was. He wasn't good. He wasn't really good. He was awesome. He was a one-man wrecking crew. And I'll tell you something else, Steve. You know, if you just dropped on to the face of the earth yesterday, yes, they parachuted. Oh, what's this sport that... Uh, that they that they they look as if they want to hurt each other. What is it? Oh, oh, football. I don't know much about football, but let me watch these games. And then 
you had uh, a little more than a rudimentary sense about the game uh, and and what it entailed. And, and but you didn't know about records and draft status and history and narratives. And all you did was watch these games. Daniel Jones, better than Burrow. Daniel Jones, better than Josh Allen. Daniel Jones was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. I mean, he this might be phenomenal in the modern era. And I mean modern era. This is post-11 collective bargaining agreement when they changed how first-year players or rookie quarterbacks are treated and evaluated. Basically, you got four years to figure it out, get the fifth-year option, move on. In the modern era, the post-11 CBA, Daniel Jones's reclamation might be one of the greatest in the last decade because you, you don't have failed – or not failed, but this sense of – not being able to achieve something flip so drastically like it has for Daniel Jones. He was getting run out of here a year ago. I mean, we had these conversations at the beginning of training camp. How soon until Tyrod Taylor yep. is the starting quarterback for the New York Giants? And here we are in the wild card round. Daniel Jones is damn near perfect. Hunt, uh, eight, 300 yards passing, 17 carries, 78 yards rushing. Everything he did was right on line with what a superstar would do in a playoff game. So you're right about that, BT. But I think it's important to have context of where he came from, which makes this so... Like, if you had parachuted in yeah. at the end of last year, yeah, and then... Went, would have seen Mike went, Lennon. Went, went away, went away, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Went away for a year and came back in and looked at this team and looked at Daniel Jones. You'd be like, who the hell is this guy? This is what coaching does. This is what coaching uh, matters, man. Oh, my. This is what leadership does. This is what conviction does. I mean, it, it, Dable's message has been unwavering. Uh, it just, just, just awesome. Giant fans, you are absolutely loving this. It's been 11 years since your last playoff win. Who knows where this goes in terms of, yeah, I mean, I opened the show saying, here they go. Get ready to do this again. And I'm not going to say that they can't, and I'm certainly not going to say that they won't. What I am going to say is Saturday night in Philly is going to be straight up bonkers. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be amazing. God. You know what? You know what's Saturday most... night in Philly, Giants Eagles. Yeah, and it's winner hard. goes to the conference championship. Right, and it's hard. Wow. To, it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. Remember that, Remember that conversation that we had yeah, last you week? You subscribe that to the, a little bit more than I, I, I mean, do, but I, I got you. I it got does. You. I mean, Minnesota, uh, uh, Miami lost again to the Baltimore uh, to the Buffalo Bills, but it was closer than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. There's so much praise to go around in this game. It's hard to know where to start. I mean, you start with Daniel Jones because he was so superb. But it it also, I mean, just sticking on the offensive side, Saquon Barkley, he only had nine carries. He had five receptions, so 14 total touches. Yeah. And it almost feels in people's minds like he was the afterthought. But Saquon Barkley did some stuff in this game that you haven't seen him do regularly. That is, he catches a ball short of the first down. Instead of trying to juke around a guy, what does he do? He puts his shoulder down, and he goes right through him, right? Uses his physicality. Same thing, second touchdown down at the goal line. Handed off interiorly, gets stopped, you know, a yard or so short. Just drives and uses his physicality to get into the end zone. Saquon was playing with an aggressiveness that you don't, you haven't seen in previous years from Saquon Barkley. You could tell he wanted, and you can't discount his effect on this game. Isaiah Hodgins' effect. Isaiah Hodgins was basically a street-free agent, even though he was on the Buffalo Bills team. But this is Joe Shane 
proving that he's smarter than every other executive in the NFL because he finds these guys that nobody's paying attention to, that nobody cares about. Richie James, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, he pulls these guys off the street and ends up making them or at least helping them become huge contributors. So, so much so much praise goes around, not just in the game plan that they had on, on Sunday versus the Minnesota Vikings, but the path that got them to this point. I, and it, I mean, I, it's easy to say, oh, you know, it's easy. You know, you just, you found these guys, you knew it. But it felt intentional. Like, everything that they've done has felt intentional. And you got to give them credit for it. All right, 877-337-6666. It is a Giants party all week. And who knows, it could be a Giants party, you know, really, really all month. We'll see the, where this ride takes us. It was it was just awesome to watch and. I mean, I, I keep going back to Daniel Jones. You're right. The other ancillary pieces, mm-hmm. which at points weren't so ancillary, I get that, because it's a total team, it's a, and it's a total team. That's what I think is so enjoyable about this Giants run, this this Giants rebirth, this this New York football Giants renaissance, which, you, which you've been craving for, man, and seems so evasive and so elusive for so long. But watching Daniel Jones, you know, you ever watch like a seventh, <clears throat> I guess the grade's almost immaterial, but younger, maybe like fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade Pop Warner football game, and the quarterback on one team is just so good <laughs> that you ask him to do everything. Yeah. I'm going back to Daniel Jones because that's how good he was. Like, it, even even with, you know, when Mahomes, and I'm not saying he's Mahomes, but even when Mahomes does his thing and, you know, Burrow flings it, you know, and, and, and he goes for 400, he has a vintage game. I, I feel like what the Giants asked Daniel Jones to do yesterday was almost outside of the border of what NFL teams ask quarterbacks to do. There was one sequence in the game, and the announcers, they were like, I think it was Burkhardt, he said, no, no, it was Olsen because it was obviously the cover. He said, man, he said, Joe, I think he ran like three times in a row or three <laughs> out of four times, and Olsen was like, you, could you use somebody else? <laughs> like, it really was yeah, uncommon. I heard that. Like, hand it off to the running back. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what he said. It was almost uncommon. The the usage rate, at least in succession, that, that one sequence in totality, Daniel Jones was awesome. Well, he's, and it needs to continue to be said. The Giants won, but that guy was great. Oh, I mean, that's why they won, because he was, he was, he was, I don't want to say he was perfect, because he wasn't perfect. I mean, yeah, it's pretty close it to was it. Damn, it was pretty close, close to, to it. it. And it's interesting because you look at the quarterbacks in this game, and I heard Gio say this, and he's right. Daniel, how's our G- buddy Gio D- doing, by the yeah, way? I mean, doesn't you feel matter. for more? Doesn't, you doesn't you feel for him at all? No, no. He we, did call you an a hole the other day. It doesn't matter. We knew we were gonna beat. <laughs> I knew we were gonna beat him. So he's just he's he's got stupid fan, and I sent you and Hoff a podcast uh, that you, I'm sure you didn't listen to. No, but I it's didn't about to why it. we get so crazy around games that have nothing to do with us, including your fandom. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, I knew the Giants had a real chance to win because Minnesota's Vikings, Vi- Minnesota Vikings defense is very – it's compromised. Like, they're old. Justin Jefferson might be a Hall of Famer, but he's 32 years old. Pat Peterson. I mean, uh, Peterson might be a, a Hall of Famer, but he's 32 years old. And Isaiah Hodgins abused him. Yeah, he runs some tight routes. You're right. He really does. Abused them, right? They they play a lot of man coverage, so they trust these Harrison Smith and 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 Peterson and their co- other cornerback who's off the street somewhere. They trust these guys, and the Giants just took advantage of it. So I knew that the Giants had a chance. But more importantly, you're right about Daniel Jones. When it comes down to... How can he outplay? How can the Giants get an advantage? It's because their quarterback, Daniel Jones, 
can outplay the other team's quarterback, even if the other quarterback is a better passer, right? Kirk Cousins had a better QB rating in this game, QBR, and a rating. I mean, he's just, he was just he's better in that regard. He stood in the pocket, took hits, threw the ball downfield, did all those things that you were supposed to. But Kirk Cousins had one carry for one yard. <laughs> Daniel Jones had 17, 17 for carries. 78. He was the leading rusher on the team. Yep. And a lot of them were designed, right? Designed QB runs. You're right. When you, he wasn't you, bailing. It was out of the you, huddle. And when you do that, it screws up a defense. Because now all of a sudden you got to account for the sixth skilled position guy on the field, which is hard to do for a lot of defenses in the NFL. Daniel Jones is an X factor because of that. You know what I mean? Yes. He, he, and and there's only one other team that you see acting like this, and it's the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. It's because they have a quarterback in Josh Allen who can do the same thing. Take it over with his arm or take it over with his legs. It's very rare that you have that both of those in the NFL. Although, unlike Daniel Jones, Mr. Josh Allen has been making some bad decisions this year. Mm-hmm. He uh, coughed it up a couple of times. Yes, and we'll get to the other stuff, obviously, throughout the show. But, man, this is a giant show. It's a Giants week. Awesome win by the franchise. Great stuff. Let's go. 877-337-6666 is the number. Teak and Tierney are the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair, mind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. All right. Let's rack them up. Let's go. Kyle, first up, Jersey City fan, Teak and Tierney. Go, Kyle. Oh, guys, I'm psyched to talking to you again. I was the first caller on Friday. Love it. And now you're part, you're part of my good luck charm. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> We're I'm good, man. What's up, good. dude? Oh, man, that was just such a hell of a game. Like I said, I was back at my favorite bar, and Mary's watching. I was surrounded by great Giants fans. There was one Eagles fan there for some reason, which really pissed me off. <laughs> Sorry. You get them next week. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So just why I want to ask you, because, I mean, that really was just such a great game in between, I mean, come on, twice the Saquon, Bellinger, Hodgins, just like Daniel on his legs. Besides having a tough time with the Vikings, uh, you know, their tight end, and then, uh, you know, uh, and then Slayton with the one-drop pass, like, yeah. they just looked they just looked really good. So I guess my question to you is, like, do you see, did you see anything in this game that you're like, they need to improve upon that to to beat the Eagles? Well, I mean, the challenge for the Giants is their second level. I'm talking about the linebacker level. Uh, they, I don't want to say they're bad, but they, they get beat a lot. And it's not because, you know, it's just because of the way the NFL is these days, right? It's 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 so many crossing routes. It's, it's uh, you know, tight ends taking advantage of open space in the middle of the field. And if a linebacker's eyes are too much in the backfield for a second too long, and that guy is wide open. Or the linebacker hangs with a crossing route and in the zone, and the guy sits behind him. That was the touchdown that, uh, that, that the Vikings scored uh, um, to, their, to, to their other wide, K.J. Osborne. And the linebacker just got lost in space. The one thing that I worry about is the Giants' second level, particularly against an Eagles team that has so many weapons coming out of the backfield. But with that being said, when it mattered, Wink went back to his 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 age old. I'm playing man coverage, and I'm going to force you to throw a tight throw into a into small windows. And I said this to Boomer because I ran it to Boomer uh, before, when he was in one of his breaks. I said the, the secret like um, hero of this game who won't get talked about at all at all is Cordell Flott, and the reason is because on the third down before the last penultimate play for the Minnesota Vikings. On the third down, Giants had this man coverage, single high safety. They're playing a robber, so Julian Love is doubling Justin Jefferson. The same play, 
different iteration of it. Cordell Flott on a crossing route to K.J. Osborne sticks with him, knocks that ball out. So on the next play, the fourth and eight, the reason that Kirk Cousins didn't go to K.J. Osborne again, who was open, was because he had feared that Cordell Flott was going to make that play. So he started on the right side. Justin Jefferson was doubled. He had nowhere else to go other than T.J. Uh, Hawkinson. Xavier uh, McKinney made a great tackle. Game over. The only reason he went to that side is because he didn't trust the other side because of Cordell Flott. Listen, there's a lot of ways to to lose a playoff game. Missed field goal, mm-hmm. bad call, fumble. The the way the Raven. Oh God, the Ray Jace. I don't think I'd ever recover from that if I'm a Ravens fan. That was just well, a wow. stupid. I, I, mm. Wow. I mean, we'll get to that yeah. later. We'll get to all. But, but 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 the point about how how the Vikings season ended. And I know Dex was charging down his throat. How the hell do you throw that ball three yards? Well, I just told you. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. You have to fling that somewhere. No, but you can't. Pass the stick and hope you get a flag. So so There is no way you check down on on fourth and eight. The Giants are playing. And again, I'm not making an excuse for Kurt. I'm just because I would have done the same thing. You're right. But I'm just telling you where his mindset is. Kurt Cousins is a robot. This This is why he's so good but also why he has no creativity to make something special That's happen. why he'll never win anything. He, well, he'll never make he'll something. He'll never win. He'll never make something special happen yep. because he's a robot. Yep. And so on that third down play, the Giants ran the same coverage, right? One robber. Julian Love is doubling Justin Jefferson. Wherever he was, he was getting doubled. So Justin Jefferson is out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins knows that. He tried to throw it to K.J. Osborne, yeah. who was man-covered by Cordell Flott. Cordell Flott made an unbelievable play to knock it down. And so on fourth down, he says, you know what? Screw it. We got we got Justin Jefferson, my best wide receiver, and T.J. Hawkinson on the short side of the field. I am choosing the short side of the field because I, I'm going to trust my stars, right? And so when the Giants ran the same coverage – one robber with Julian Love doubling Justin Jefferson, he's out of the play. Justin Jefferson cannot make a play on this on this play on this throw. So the only way, only place he can throw the football is to TJ Hawkinson because he knows he's gonna get hit. So he chose the wrong side because he wanted to cho- choose his No, stars. no, no I, I I don't even want to get bogged down in the but schematics. Obviously, you, you. you're right. No, you're right. I'm not I'm not debating that. What I'm saying is throw the ball in the air and just hopefully they throw a flag. I mean, you need maybe. eight yards. You can't throw it. BT, that's not that's what besides I, the what point. What did I just tell you? Just throw it past the sticks. I would lose my mind I, if that was my team. Kirk Cousins you can never is lose that way. A robot. He's a robot. And he'll never win anything because you're of right. that robotic robotic right. nature. No, no, we're He's in agreement a robot. there. He's yeah. a robot. And take that's why, like, when we've talked about Kirk over the years. I don't agree with the throw. No, I got but you. I, but I know You're why he did it. You're explaining why he did it. No, totally I understand know why that. He did it. I got you. Like, when we talk about Kirk all these years, you know, and th- there's been some some fairly prolific numbers on his part, but why you and I always stop short of saying that that guy can win, I guess we just say it a little differently, was illuminated in that final play. He'll, he's there's a robot. reasons for it. I get that. He'll make the right throw all the time. But at sometimes least, you got to deviate off script agreed. and make something happen, and that's not happening. I, that's, that, right. that's why we're and saying this, the same thing. And this thing. is why Daniel Jones outplayed him. Because when Daniel Jones doesn't have a throw, he's like, all right, I'm going to scramble a little bit. All right, I'm gone. I'm going to go get eight yards. I wish Daniel Jones was my quarterback. I know you do. I do. He's mine. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. The transformation, not only of Jones, of the Giants, that, you know, it needs to be said now because this is going to get lost in the, in, the, uh, in the weeds here. You know, a year ago, we start here at FAM. We sit here. And we're dissecting this mess, this colossal circus 
that has been the Giants for a decade, right? And ownership did something they never do. They left their comfort zone and they left the organization, did not make the easy internal elevation higher. They went outside and they sort winners from a winning franchise, and look where they are. Yep. Amazing. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Giants, it is your stage. You know what to do. Your calls and uh, the celebration continues next right here on The Fan. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Oh, Giant fans feel good. Feeling good. I want to hear some words. Let's go. All right, we'll take that. (laughs) Celebration. (laughs) Come on. Let's go. There it is. All right. Come on. One down. One down. Uh, Can you imagine how it sounds when the Jets actually do something? (laughs) Jeez, I'd be out of my mind. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. It is the fan, of course, Tiki and Tierney. It is a victory Monday. Can I play something for you, by yeah, the way? Go which, ahead, man. which to me is a real interesting encapsulation of, of what Dayball's about, what makes him special. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, And it's funny. It's not going to strike you as special. Mm -hmm. But I think as you and I discuss it in a moment, uh, I think you will probably agree with me. So I flip over to MSG and I'm watching the Giants postgame. Much like I did with the Jets on SNY. And I catch Jones and Dable's presser. And Dable was asked about Jones. Listen to this. Go ahead, guys. Can you talk a little bit about Dable? the way Daniel Jones played today. Played good. Played good. Just good? Yeah. Played good. Winning football. 
you um you really put the ball in his hands a lot. I mean, Saquon caught the ball, but he didn't run it a lot. Yeah. You know, Daniel running, Daniel passing. I mean, Paul Schwartz. You seem to be understating how well he played in the situation. No, is it good? A good adjective to use? Good. Yeah, it's good. It's not I'm not a writer. I'm just a yeah. coach. So, the, um, look, Daniel's. I've said it all year. He's been good for us. He continues to be good for us. And he played a good game. Um, and I think there's a lot of other people that play good games too to help him play a good game. He'll be the first to admit it. But uh, as the leader of our football team, um, I'm proud of him. Okay. Mm. Now, it is easy to say, I mean, come on, Dave's give it up. The guy, he gave it to him almost 20 times. He had two <laughs> touchdowns, three bills. You won on the road. He was flawless. He was great. A couple of quarterback sneaks. He was phenomenal. But it's that understated delivery and focus which I think has really helped elevate this team from day one. Well, it's also big. It's a there's a bigger picture that that's in front of them. It's not being satisfied with beating the Minnesota Vikings in the wild card round. Now, at the beginning of the season, could you have expected this? No. But I said this like a month ago or so. The Giants have just continually gotten better. I'm not saying they have world beaters. I'm not saying they have the best X Y Z position. I'm not saying any of that. But they have consistently gotten better each and every week. And it culminated. They didn't culminate. It started postseason against the Minnesota Vikings where they played a fully complete game. Now, defensively, they left some things to be desired. But I understand what Wink's mindset was. It was, we are not going to get beat for a 70-yard touchdown. So I'm going to play a high shell. I'm going to blitz you know, half the time, amount of time that I usually do, and we're going to force Minnesota to earn the points that they get. Now, they earned them, and you know they had a chance at the end, but the game plan offensively and defensively, I thought were executed the right way to keep this a one-possession game and win it the way that they want it. The Giants... They had a plan in mind. You could tell, and they executed it perfectly. Uh, Saturday night, early look at the weather in Philly. High 30s, going to be dry. That is uh, obviously a Saturday game. Eagles by a touchdown. That's the early line there. Yeah, I mean, listen, you look at a lot of these Giants wins, and we've done this chapter in verse going back to the week one win in Tennessee, Carolina week two, uh, the Texans a little later in the season when they only led 7-3 third quarter. Like, aesthetically, the Giants have looked so much more polished and explo- maybe explosives a bit strong. Yeah. But when you compare it to their early, relatively pedestrian offensive ways, uh, it, it, it has rooted. I mean, the philosophies Dan- offensively and the players have been in power. Yeah, I mean, Daniel, no question. Daniel just is seeing it. Like, you just see, you see him fully understanding what's happening. That's why the ball is out on time. The touchdown to Bellinger, I mean, that was a, that was a, it was a fake. It was a fake counter. So it was counter. Was that the false start? That was the false start by Thomas. No, 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 no. This Wait, not which that. was the one where Thomas jumped? That was that was to Isaiah Hodgins. Hodgins. That's right. That's right. That was the short post to Hodgins where he beat yep. um, uh, Patrick Peterson. But the 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 bootleg kind of to Daniel Bellinger. It's such a hard throw, and I can't emphasize enough how hard that throw is because he's doing a counter action. So it's not just like a fake handoff action. It's a counter action. So Saquon's stepping left, come back right. The line is moving to the right. He's got to delay and then fake the handoff and then spin around and find the throw. But Daniel Bellinger's open right away. So he's got to throw this thing, you know, immediately. He can't, like, you know, get himself his body. He can't gather himself. Well, he can't gather himself, get his body square, yeah. turn his shoulders and make the throw. He has to throw it as soon as he turns. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, most quarterbacks these days – including your guy, will will sidearm throw that, 
right? And the problem with sidearm throwing that ball is that it'll sail if, if, you, if you don't have it perfect, right? Daniel Jones turns, has to throw it immediately. It's an overhand strike right to Daniel Bellinger, right on target, right where he could catch it and walk into the end zone. The things that Daniel Jones did in this game, and we're talking big numbers here, but just the little things he did were, were I mean, they were perfect. It was so enjoyable watching Daniel Jones ex- execute this game plan. Busting out the Statue of Liberty play. I know. I mean, they're doing everything. And he got it right, That's too. Right. <laughs> uh, let's get Nick and Mawa next up on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. Nick, go ahead, buddy. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's, What's up, up, Nick? Dude? Hey, so, so a couple things. Number one, I, I love the expedited uh, replay. I think it's Me great. Too. It doesn't stop the flow of the game. Agreed. But with that, why not get rid of challenges? Like, well, why still have challenges? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, maybe because it's of also the, an interesting I, point to make up today after the Giants win the yeah, playoff yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, no, but you know, he's talking about a little bit, buddy. He's, he's talking about in general. Well, 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 anyway, <laughs> so I'll hang up with my second question. The other huh? one is about that that roughing the passer call, right? Yeah. If we're going to call that a judgment call, right, and it can't be overturned. Every Monday, Tuesday after games, they go over all the penalties. You're talking I mean, about on Dexter Lawrence, down right? Yeah. Say that's not a roughing the passer. Yeah. Well, the problem was he contacted his head, and and so. I, I hear you. A lot of people thought it was when he slung him down. No, it was which, hands to the face. It was the hand. It was when he hit his head. You mm-hmm. hit a you hit a quarterback's helmet. You're getting flagged, even if it was unintentional, because it was purely unintentional. He was just reaching to grab him, and Dexter Lawrence is a monster of a man, so he he just got into his helmet, and that's going to get called every single time. You know, Dexter Lawrence. I mean. He was, all, he was all stud. pro, second team all pro this year. Stud? Dude is a stud. He's a stud. He absolutely abused uh, Ezra Cleveland, who was the left guard for the Minnesota Vikings, over and over and over and over again. I got to give Wink again credit because he, and we said he was going to do this, he created one on ones for Dexter Lawrence, and Dexter Lawrence took advantage of him. They didn't get a sack, though, time. did they? They did. Like, if you told but them the pressure them, was there. No, no, no question. That's why you got to watch the game. I, yeah. I totally agree. Like if if there's a, a Ravens fan who was busy and they didn't get to watch the Giants game, they you know they had to do whatever. Yeah, yeah, they had to do. Yeah. Okay, and they're like, oh, Giants didn't have, have any sacks, yeah. But the constant pressure obviously changed the way uh, Minnesota played. But still, I, you know, the advantage you, we talked about this on Thursday and Friday, the old line patchwork by the Vikings mm-hmm. to not get home, not force a turnover. Although Julian Love, our buddy, almost had yeah, one. That would that would have been sweet. Uh, I just missed that rolling over. It definitely hit the turf. They got that right. No turnovers, no sacks, and they still won. Mm, I yeah. mean, that's uh, and a lot of ways there were there were a lot of contradictions. Think about this: the Jaguars were minus five; mm-hmm. they won the game. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that later. Al Michaels got to hang it up. Mm-hmm. He's done. I, I can't listen to Al Michaels. Stop. And I don't, I don't want to hear it He's anymore. He's stealing money, man. He's stealing money all year. Awful broadcast. Horrendous. Jaguar fans deserve better. Uh, and and even Josh Allen with a couple of turnovers, and they still won the game. So I guess. Some contradictions, but we, what we really care about, of course, is the Giants moving on. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Stacey and Tierney back on the fan on this Monday. What's going on, everybody? It's 1044. 877-337-6666. So, we get the boys of the Bucks tonight. Dallas minus two and a half. We'll squeeze that in a little later. And then next Saturday, 4.30 NBC, Jags and the Chiefs. And then at night, of course, the Giants and Philly. And, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sure that there's some Giant fans that, that maybe prefer a Sunday game. I don't know how you can get a better time than that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get up, you know, on Sunday <laughs> for the most part. Most people. 
You have a party Saturday night. What's better than that? No, I think it's great. Ugh. It's an easy drive for most people, unless you live up in Connecticut. Easy. You going? Yeah, probably. I see Tiki's <laughs> trying to secure a suite. I don't mean to put your business out there, but uh, I was on the text exchange last night. Tiki's trying to get a suite for no, his it's Giants not even crew. That. It's just, no, it's not. It's partly my Giants crew, partly not my Giants crew. Oh. I told you my good friends are Philadelphia Eagle fans. Oh, you can't sit with an Eagles fan for I this mean, game. Would they, you get they, they sat. I sat with them when they won the Super Bowl. But the Giants weren't they, playing that they game. They sit with me when, when uh, the Giants are doing things. Uh, I'm going to let that and one so, go. I don't love that juju. But anyway, I'm not going to be picky gonna, today. If he's going to get get us a box, oh, he's going to pay for it. With them and and uh, watch the biggest upset yeah. in NC, uh, NFC history. I'd like to get a box for Al Michaels in terms of a booth box oh. and just put him there and never listen to him again. Yeah, he's hard, I mean, dude. he's hard. It's disgusting at this point. He's, he's, Can I just say one thing? I don't want. I don't want to like you know drag the show down with this, but it's almost too easy to say he's been stealing money. Listen, here when when broadcasters get old, okay, older with mm-hmm. all due respect, the reason why they generally depreciate in value is because they really just don't have the energy to do the prep work that is required to have an all-encompassing solid broadcast, meaning some of the ancillary pieces, the backstories, you're a little less prepared, but at least, at least when it's time to make the money call. And I don't know, a field goal at the gun pretty much, uh, by the way, when you wipe out the third largest deficit in the history of a playoff game down 27 zip, pretty much constitutes a money moment. It is almost seemingly impossible to care less than Al Michaels cares delivering on big moments this year. It is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's that, embarrassing. That was, that was an epic game, a game that most people wanted to turn off. Because after the first quarter and four interceptions, it was just like the Jaguars have no shot in this game. Three picks in the first quarter. I mean, three picks in the first four total. Yeah. Three in the first quarter. But when it was all said and done, like when you go back and think about how it all played out, the Chargers actually didn't do jack. It was all their defense setting them up with short fields and letting them have easy scoring opportunities. Um, because now it forced me to go look at the first game that they played, because all these games this weekend were rematches. Jacksonville played the Chargers back in week three, and this is before Jacksonville had found their stride. They utterly destroyed them. Like, people forget that game. It was 38-10. to 10. Jacksonville beat the Chargers. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. Right? So the Chargers still have not been able to do anything against the Jaguars' defense because once they got to the second half, it was three points. That was it. They only ran the ball five or six times. Uh, it, that's criminal when you have that kind really of a lead is. and the clock is your best friend. That's right. Are you? I mean, that's that's gross. That's fireable. That's, it, it is that's bad. That's fireable. It is bad. Just, yeah. just, just ha- turn around and hand the ball off. Even if you go three and out. That's right. Turn tick, around tick, tick, tick. and hand the ball off. And then you got the Dolphins head coach banging uh, vapes on the sideline, getting stoned. <laughs> what in the world is going on with the NFL? And I'll tell you something, too. Uh, just as we, I guess we quickly gloss over the other stuff. Even the Niners game, the first game, right? So Jason Myers hits that 56-yard field goal in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And Seattle actually took a 17-16 lead going into halftime. Now, the Niners ripped off 25 stream points, including a two-point conversion. But... Like, you want to talk about, first of all, the Niners kicked it off. It was a horrendous kick, okay? Then they had a 15-yard roughing the penalty, yeah. roughing the quarterback penalty on Geno Smith with a head hit. Uh, so 41-23 doesn't necessarily paint the most accurate imagery yeah. of the game. Seattle was winning at the half, but there were some wacky occurrences this weekend. Jeez, Bills lead 17-zip. We touched on the Jaguars' monster deficit. 
Um, but really what we care about is the Giants win. And I was saying to Tiki during the break, this throw, and it's on my, on my Twitter account, the throw by Jones when it's 24-24, I believe it was second and 10, obviously fourth quarter, uh, early, minute or so in. Jones to Hodgins. First of all, the, how he got his feet down was incredible. But, Teak, that throw, mm-hmm. you want to talk about not having a chance to gather yourself and prepare. Now, it only went for 20 yards, yeah. but it really was a 30-yard BB because of where he was when he released the football. That was the best throw by anybody this entire weekend. Yeah, I mean, Hall Dan- of Fame throw. Daniel Jones made some ridiculous um, decisions, and, and his accuracy is what you – I can't get over it. And it's and to me this is fundamentals. Again, this is running to his left, right? He's running to his left. Same situation as the touchdown to Bellinger. He's got to square his shoulders and throw this ball into a little keyhole. Mm-hmm. But look a, at his feet when he I, delivered exa- exactly. it. Exactly, not I'm, even set. A look little, at his foot. A little key. Yeah, but it's his fundamental of his motion. That's what I'm saying. Motion. Yes, you're right. So it's it like the little keyhole he puts it. The only place it could have been completed to. The only place. What and Isaiah Hodgins gets his foot down. And it was it was I mean the Giants the Giants executed when they had to they had nine possessions in this game let's take away the two at the ends of half so kneeling at the end of the half kneeling at the end of the game they had seven possessions they punted twice they scored on five of their seven possessions five of their real seven possessions and the only reason they didn't score on the penultimate one is because Sterling Shepard dropped. The, Slayton. I mean, Dur- Sterling, uh, 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 Darius Slayton dropped the easiest crossing pass he'll ever have in his life. And did you see what Dable did to him on the sideline? Came over, propped like, him up. Yes. Propped didn't him up. light him up. Propped he him actually up. got him back to where he needed him to go. That was just yeah. fantastic. All right. Uh, let me get Dino down in Maryland. He's on the fan free Odyssey app. Dino, what's going on, buddy? How are you? What's up, Dino? Uh, sorry, Tiki and Tierney. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. What's up, bud? I have to say, great win by the Giants. The key for me was when they took the lead and going in the fourth quarter, the the defense stepped up the, you know, to keep keep scoring seven. And then, unfortunately, after the Slayton drop, the defense again stepped up. I mean, that horrific call on Ruffin Passive. I mean, I understood Tiki, your explanation was perfect as far as the, the hit to the helmet. Yeah. But as far as, like, you know, when he took him down, I didn't think it was rough in the pass as far as that goes, but I understood your point with, with the helmet. But yeah, it's the always the helmet. That's the only thing that really mattered in that on that particular play. He didn't fall on him. He didn't sling him to the ground. It was only because he got into his helmet. And, I I mean, I get it. They protect quarterbacks. But, it, you know, it, it is what it is. He, he's not, nothing Dexter Lawrence did that was wrong. It just kind of happened to get up near his helmet. Right. And then one more thing for me, then I'll hang up and listen. Um, I'm not sure if Hurst is 100%, but if the Giant defense puts pressure like they did uh, yesterday with Cousins, I could see an upset, even though I think it would be a close game. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, Have a good pre- day. appreciate you, Dean. You got it, Here's, I mean, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to be the runner that we've seen all season long. I don't know what the extent of his shoulder injury was, but it, I think it was a lot. It was more than what they let on to be. Um, so if 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 he's going to carry the ball 15 times in this game, it could be the Eagles asking for for danger. Just hit him harder than you usually would, That's and right. you hit him hard anyway. Yep. P- yep. Put him down on his left shoulder. That's right. <laughs> Crush him. It is what it is. Too bad. It hurts. Tough. I'm going for it. Clifton Park. What's happening, Mikey? How are you? Great. Great. Um, very happy Giant fan. And um, you know, uh, uh, I agree with you guys earlier. You know, I was watching the Giant game. Jones looked great throwing and running, and I. I switched over to the Bengal game, and I'm just like, Jones looks better 
in you know just from from watching this game to the Bengals game than than Burrow. So I was impressed with, with Jones. Yep. And then you know a couple of other things. Um, you know I'm tired kind of the narrative of like uh, Jones. You know his best asset is his legs. Well, how about how he throws? No. How about his? Yeah. You know I mean I mean it's all of the above at this point, and it's also a pleasure to watch Barkley finally figure it out when he slammed that. Uh, de- defender back a couple of yards and he just took it right to him and he scored the uh, touchdown that was awesome so it's nice to see jones get 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 un- unlocked by this coaching staff barkley figured it out and i love in the post game richard james if you saw him uh behind hoskins he was pretending almost to uh uh in- interview him i love the uh, locker room <laughs> and and the uh, chemistry right oh, now oh yeah no the chemistry um, on this team is it's it's you got like it's it's as high as it's ever been. You know, I mean, you think about where this team was with no. I'm trying to think. Of, was there a bona fide superstar that you knew was going to be a superstar coming into the season? Into this season. Into this season. Saquon was coming off injury. Daniel Jones was basically playing for his job. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas was the one. But that's even, that's the but one. Even, but that only really started. In the first couple of weeks, when he, his PFF grade was yeah, but last year the final it, half he was phenomenal because so, the first so, half he was getting abused. Yeah, that's true. And then his PFF so, numbers so went through maybe, the roof. He was really so good last maybe year. Maybe Andrew Thomas, yep. but he's not even a skill position player. Mm-hmm. Even though he's val- I mean, his his role is extremely valuable. But I'm trying to think of the star. Like, who was the star that you knew coming into the year was going to compete to make All Pro team? It, it was Andrew Thomas, you're right. But I don't think people thought Dexter Lawrence was going to be an all-pro type player mm-hmm. this year. Maybe Pro Bowl, but not all-pro. I mean, this team is it's really gr- this team has yeah. really grown to being, um, I don't know, just their, their, their sum is greater than the parts, but some of the parts are getting really big, like really important. I agree with that. And, I, we and can't you, keep minimizing exactly. these guys. I'm with you. And you talk about Saquon, like the physicality with which he ran yesterday was impressive. Because he's a big dude, mm-hmm. and he's you know he very rarely in previous years is going to put his shoulder down and just truck somebody. He did it multiple times to get first downs and ultimately score a touchdown. And I know he only had nine carries and five receptions, and it feels like Daniel Jones is the bigger story. But the, the Saquon's contribution cannot be overlooked. Yep, and I got to tell you, I mean, one of the knocks and. It was certainly accurate. It was first of all, it wasn't always a good a good chip locker. You know that that was certain that you were critical mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. You're absolutely right. Just watch the tape. But the other thing about somebody like Barkley, who's as strong and as stout as he is, uh, he did a little too much dancing over the years. Yeah. The first game in Tennessee, the two point conversion. Think about how he willed himself right. into the end zone. There, he was stopped, and he said, "I'm going right through you." So, you know, the coaches impressed upon that early in camp. I'm sure it showed and paid dividends. You know, and. And how about this for Daniel Jones? I mean, we can sit here and say he's great, great. Let's quantify it a little bit further. The only player, all right, 300-plus passing yards, two-plus passing touchdowns, and 70-plus rushing yards in a playoff game in the history of the NFL, number one. Number two, uh, Jones joins Kurt Warner and Colin Kaepernick as the only quarterbacks with 375 yards total or more uh, yards in their first ever playoff game. Mm-hmm. I believe the Kaepernick game was when he ran for like 181 yeah. against the Packers. I think that, that was that. That is that one. And then obviously Kurt doing his thing with the Rams. So lofty company, and he looked the part, and he has for a while. And he's getting paid. And he probably made $20 more million yesterday. 877-337-6666. He's a little spicy on the bench, too. You see him like going up to his old lineman after that first drive. Like, you know, you, you saw everything that you want to see from a quarterback. Slow heartbeat, 
big-time throws, tough, resilient, and got his team in the end zone. Awesome. 877-337-6666. We got you till 2. That is Cartner Roberts on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 